symbolism. How can an object, a word, or a gesture have so much control over people? And what happens when a symbol is used for subterfuge in one's gluttonous agenda? Stay tuned, we'll be right back. Hey everyone, it's James here. Just a quick word from today's sponsor before we begin the show. This week's Symbolism Synopsis is sponsored by God Treats. Like dog treats, but godly. Fill your dogs in a god with God Treats. Symbols. They're all around us. No, no, not those kind of symbols. Symbols! Some are important to you, while others you couldn't care less about. They've changed history, and they've made history. But what exactly are symbols? And how is symbolism unique to us as human beings? Welcome to Symbolism Synopsis, where we take a deeper look at some of the world's most prominent symbols, whether they be controversial, misunderstood, or just plain interesting. In this episode, we'll take a deeper look into the ever so well known, but mysterious Christian cross. Existing for nearly 2,000 years, where did it come from? How influential is it? And how the cross changed medieval Europe forever? We'll take you through history to present day to explore the secular changes in the cross from the medieval times to modern times. This is Symbolism Synopsis of James Brammer, Episode 12, The Christian Cross. Before we look at the cross, we first need to understand what is symbolism. Joining us today is amateur anthropologist William J. Brammer II. Thanks for being here. Oh, the pleasure is all mine, James. Thanks for having me. As a student of the social sciences, I give much consideration to symbolism. Symbols are the basis of what it means to be human. No other animal attaches abstract thought onto a symbol. A symbol can be a tangible object, a word, or a gesture. In culture, symbols can represent ideas, norms, and customs, and they can hold all the meaning of an institution representing the values thereof. I believe that when these values are attached to a fixed and permanent, tangible object, those values remain fixed as well. When these symbols become iconic, the values and principles they represent remain static. This prevents the dynamic progression of ideas and principles necessary to benefit the needs of a contemporary society. The foremost symbol of Christianity, the cross has come to represent the idealisms of the Christian era. Although the exact place and date of origin of a cross are unknown, it dates back thousands of years before Christ and Christianity were even born to the time of the Egyptians, being seen in early Egyptian art. The cross became especially prevalent after Emperor Constantine the Great converted Christianity in the 4th century and promoted the cross as a symbol of the Son of God, also abolishing crucifixion as punishment, whereas one would be nailed to a cross to publicly die in humiliation. A cross can range anywhere from a couple ounce jewel piece around one's neck to the 200,000 ton cross in Madrid. They can be made out of almost any material such as wood and metal, 
and can range in decorativeness from a plain wooden cross to an elegant jewel-crusted relic worth remembrance. The cross symbolizes Jesus Christ's devotion to his followers, love, and loyalty, but there's a lot more meaning behind the cross than first thought. If you look at the swastika, as mentioned in episode 4, symbol and synopsis, the swastika, for one, it is a great example of how symbolist perception can be completely changed by one worldly event, such as a Nazi regime, and how symbolism is different depending on the culture it represents. The swastika is an ancient symbol used in Hinduism, Buddhism, and Native American practices for peace, auspiciousness, and good luck, but was turned upside down upon usage in the Holocaust. Most World War II Germans looked upon the swastika as a symbol of German strength and triumph, but people outside of their culture came to resent it, and now its symbolic perspective has been completely changed. And two, if we compare the swastika with the Christian cross, we can see a bit of similarities. The cross and the swastika both symbolize many things, including good faith, prosperity, etc. But among those, there is also the symbol of an entire uh, elite class domination, a one and only set of views and ideology, and a ban on heretics. We can see a especially sound example of this during the medieval ages, where the cross came to symbolize a form of hierarchy and rewardness, a sort of total obedience by the general public. Goodness me, I wonder what they could be saying. As Latin is the upper class language of the noble Ingoli, not the language of an average medieval day peasant such as myself. But nevertheless, I know that they are speaking the word and will of God, and so I shall listen with my unwavering respect and attention. Still to this day, Latin remains a prominent language used in the church setting representing the cross. People who had no idea whatsoever what a priest might be saying in Latin during the medieval ages would be attentive for hours, knowing that they must be speaking the word and will of God. Well, this really shows how much of an influence the cross had and still has today. Quite the influence indeed. Even so, that the cross and what it represents was able to change medieval Europe forever. became a symbol of all that was dark in the Dark Ages and its pernicious prominence delayed advances in science, medicine, and technology. Early Greek and Roman physicians had conditions such as epilepsy figured out with rational explanations, and there have been records of Stone Age people performing successful brain surgeries proved by healed turfine skulls found in Neolithic deposits across Europe. On the Sacred Disease, a book of rational medicine written by Greek physician Hippocrates in 400 BCE details how Diseases and illnesses were widely thought of. Men regard its nature and causes divine from ignorance and wonder, and this idea is maintained by their inability to understand it. Translated from Greek to English and shows how, 400 years before Christ and Christianity, physicians had rational explanations for illnesses and diseases, and the common person's inability to understand disease led to supernatural explanations, such as the widely misconstrued cures brought about the church. Furthermore, Christianity and medicine, the progress of medicine and science, section 2, the dark and medieval ages, states that the church developed the view that real practical medicine savored of black magic. In any case, it was wrong to try to subvert God's holy will for interfering with the natural course of events. It was God who caused illness, and he was responsible for cures, just as he was responsible for death. 
Even church law mentioned, in passing, that diseases were attributable to God. This shows how supernatural the church's theory about illness was and still is, and how the cross represents the ideals that God was and is the sole creator of life, death, and disease. Not to ridicule one's belief system, but rather to ridicule the way that this belief system held back the advancements of medicine, science, and technology in a time where the basics had already been discovered and so much more opportunity was at stake. The Middle Ages are most commonly referred to as the Dark Ages because of the loss of knowledge and progress from the Greek and Roman times during the Ecclesiastical Inquisition in the 12th century, whereas the church began reformation against heresy. Among those prosecuted were idealists, innovators, and freethinkers. A cross symbolized a set ideal, and freethinkers, ones like Leonardo da Vinci, would have never been allotted the ability to express their ideas if the cross upheld its pernicious effect through the Renaissance. Greek and Roman advances in medicine, science, and technology were forgotten in the medieval period, albeit not by the Arabs. The Moorish people, coming from Morocco and northern Africa, crossed the Strait of Gibraltar to Spain and reinsisted Greek and Roman advances in technology during the Renaissance. So, in conclusion, the cross was the most prominent symbol of Christianity in the medieval ages and could be made out of any number of materials, and ranged in size and weight tremendously. It is also incredibly influential, especially in the middle ages, altering medieval Europe forever. The already formulated beliefs in science, rational medicine, and technology established mostly by the Greek and Romans hundreds of years before Christianity gave way to belief in faith at the start of the Christian era. The cross symbolizes religious indoctrination, which dominated European thought throughout the Middle Ages and was also used as sort of a mechanism to control the peasantry in lower society. It was widely believed that one would be rewarded in heaven for their toils upon earth, and the cross gave a reassurance that one would have a place in heaven indefinitely for their servitude to the hierarchy and the church. To the powerful elite class, it was used as a mechanism of controlling that population by associating such promises to be upheld in the future and relinquish them of the need to give in the present. This kept the opposed in check from revolting and dutifully contributing to a corrupt system. The cross also provided a sense of comfort in the sense that a higher power was watching out for you, and you wouldn't need to defer your thoughts and ideals from that of the church. If one had a disease or illness, per se, they would look at the cross for comfort and not at the medical field for help, relying on faith to cure them, represented by the cross. As long as a cross and its ideals stood standing, it held that valued structure and idealism of Christianity that God will help you and there's no need to further explore. This is one of the main, if not the only reason, that there were no other advances in the Dark Ages. The cross restricted thought to a set ideal belonging to the church that held back people of intelligence, innovators, and free thinkers, who do indeed advance in evolution, but certain value systems such as the Christian cross suppress people's ability to explore other possibilities. This has been Symbolism Synopsis with James Brammer. Episode 12, The Christian Cross.